0: Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another Monday. Monday post-Super Bowl, which I did not watch because it's not football, it's hand-egg, and that's that.
0: <laughs> Nick had to check it out. He was checking the scores throughout the day, and yeah. then he watched the last little bit of it. And who is it? Tom Brady or whoever it is? Yeah, man. Yeah, so I'm not obviously up to par with all that stuff, but Nick, Nick enjoyed watching the last little bit of it, so that was pretty cool.
1: So what happened was I was talking to a buddy today, and they kept referring to that guy as the goat, and I was like, "Wait a second, I'm the goat," and and they're like, and my dude was like, "No, no, 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 you football goat, not yeah Panamanic goat." I'm like, oh. <laughs> "Oh,
0: okay, fine, fine, fine." Well, yeah, when you started saying that, what was it like two years ago or something? I think was the first time I remember you start saying that. I'm like. <laughs> That's that's pretty uh, confident of you there, sir. To be calling you. You know it, good. man. I tell you what,
1: <laughs> I'll I'll drop something for you here. You ready? Yes. I'm like so. I was just saying, this guy that gives the gifts, so you can take it up with him.
0: <laughs> that's, that's that's cool. That's that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's no,
1: I'm just kidding. Everyone who knows, they know I'm. I'm actually quite humble when it comes to that
0: you are but I think there's a little bit the, the but reason I just,
1: why I do just, really good yeah but,
0: yeah yeah I mean I think that's in every joke there's a little bit of truth there otherwise it wouldn't be funny so I think
1: so <laughs> well I can tell you this though we'll say because as most of our listeners know we're going to start transitioning into a house church
0: yep yeah
1: at the Parkins house or yes. TLE headquarters as it were mm-hmm So, but in big church, you know, we've been going through some new stuff and some series and stuff like that. And we're in the new one known, you know, you guys can check it out because I always share them on the Facebook, but Mm -hmm. known we're talking about people's stories and the power of their testimony. Love it. So kind of the short, so for me, kind of like, I think as for all believers, right. All Jesus followers, there's kind of phases to your testimony and it kind of builds Mm -hmm. on each other and grows. So for the real quick short version for me is like true story. I become a paramedic. I had been like grown up in church turned 18. There was no youth really per se. It was like Lutheran church. So you turn 18, they give you your own like envelopes, offering envelopes with your name and identification number or whatever, like the count on it. And basically you're just an adult member of the church have at it so you don't really fit in anywhere and then went in the military and kind of faded away and then years and years and years later freedom center so we get saved you know and all that stuff and and all this time well not all that time but for a great portion of it i was a paramedic and doing really well and having success and great outcomes and i for anybody who does this job they know that when you're saving lives, that's it's something, man. When they say God complex, when you know that you can enter a room and save somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's, a, like, there's no other way, better way to say it. That's a powerful drug. Hmm. So I was all about it and didn't really kind of lost sight of humanity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just problems, solving problems fix situations and on to the next one. Okay. You know, to the point where there'd be, I'm sure I mistreated people because I didn't think their issue was worthy of my time, you know, and you can get there. I think that our listeners will hear this and be like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. So, so we go to Carrie and I, my wife and I go to Romania, join a life group. You know, this is like the super fast forward version. Think April fifth or fifteenth of twenty fifteen, we got baptized together. You know, but true story, I get baptized and kind of that outward expression of your faith and like yeah. all that old crap is washed away and you come back a new dude. Like literally, and I've shared this before. When I show up on the rig on Wednesday from a regular shift and I get in the city, get in Flint, and like there's all this humanity. You know, like, (laughs) like, like, seriously, it was weirded. I was weirded out. I was like, when are all these like, I know that there's, I mean, I'm not completely insane. I know that there was people and they were moving around and doing their thing and we were taking care of them, but I didn't see the humanity of it. Yeah. If that makes sense. And then I can remember also before going to church and all this other stuff, I can remember a time that I know now was god trying to show me something like like pursuing me and trying to show me a lesson when griffin was little he got pneumonia super bad so i had to go from the doctor's office to hurley via ambulance and i wasn't the guy i just like so the crew loaded him up and they shut those doors on you and take off that's like the most helpless i've ever felt and then i was like oh there's something like that kind of tweaked the heartstrings a little bit like maybe I should be more cool to these families and whatnot Uh and maybe I was for a little bit but but really not until saved and baptized and like was able to really see you know so we've been talking about like I said at big church what like how has Jesus moved in your life well for me that's it you know showed me like showed me humanity, and with that, it's not all like cherries. You know what I mean? With that, it's still crud and stuff yeah. going on. But now
0: we still like live here re- on Earth. My reward,
1: <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's like as if my reward was, oh, so God's going to show me what what hurts Him. Yeah. So now I got to feel His pain. This is all wrong. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. not like I think sometimes the misconception is, well, we. Those crazy Christians, they get saved and everything's wonderful and flowy and lovely and warm and clouds and fuzzy and all this other stuff. And nope. Like the fact of the matter, a lot of things are worse. You know what I mean? It's not, but it is. But It's just.
0: It's kind of hard to explain, but um, I mean, just, I mean, even being in northern United States, we go through extreme temperature changes throughout the season. And I I don't know, I I think I I like how you were explaining how like your, your eyes, your heart was open to humanity. And I think that you, you see things brighter, you feel things deeper in some ways. And um, a lot of stuff comes more alive. And I, and I think in a lot of degree, it's because it, the the Bible talks about like we're born again, we're a new creation, right. we're alive in Christ, and our spirit was dead, and then it's made lo- alive, and we have Christ in us and stuff. So there's literally something in us that gets reborn and come back right. to life again, you know. So there's it's crazy. It's it's really crazy,
1: right? It is. It's totally crazy. But it's like like you said though, it's like everything's. It's almost as if you've gone from. Like low res to high def, yeah. Like yeah. and and that I mean that not so much. How everything it's just like how life feels. Yeah. You know it's weird.
0: Like so many weird things. like put glasses on for the first time, you've been right. looking foggy at everything, and you finally start seeing things clearly for the first time. You know, that's that's incredible. I um, I've always known somehow that God loves me. Um when I was really, really little, I just knew and I can't tell you the first thought. I had I just always knew that God loved me. But I had we had some crazy family stuff growing up. My dad is a recovered alcoholic. Um, I have a lot of junk like that on both sides of the family and stuff. So a lot of my growing up was a lot of like God saved my family. Like I felt like I was All the right. only one in my house that loved and knew the Lord where it's, it's been interesting and stuff. So, um, that was rough. That was rough. So I think a lot of my life I've just kind of been trying to avoid pain and God's been bringing me back to places of, no, I can restore that. I can heal that. I can show you a better way. Um, so actually I was baptized when I was little, like when I was like seven or eight, nine or 10, somewhere in there. And, um, and actually come to find like Nick was baptized when he was nine too. And so we were both saved and baptized when we were young, but we went through this tumultuous like uh, upbringing that it was just, we didn't feel close to the Lord. We didn't feel like we really trusted him. We felt like we were just trying to survive and stuff. So when we got married, um, man, we felt like we were going around the barn, (laughs) like over and over just struggling with stuff. We got baptized together one Sunday because it was just getting to where, like, we're going to be miserable for 80 years or we're going to get divorced. Like, this just seems like (laughs) there's only two options here. And we're trying really hard. Like, we're Christians. This shouldn't be this hard. But we were trying to do it all in our own strength. So we got baptized. And I kid you not, from that day forward, we never argued. Like, we had, like, something broke off. Something changed. And it's, we've definitely, I mean, it's like you said, it's not been easy, but it's when you know you're pushing towards something that's getting you somewhere, right. it's, it's hopeful, it's not hopeless. And so I've been able to see God work and my marriage and my relationships and my own healing and my own understanding of who He is and how He talks to me and how He right. leads me and stuff. Um, he's brought me through so much healing with just, like, raising my kids and all this stuff and everything. So, and friendships. <laughs> like, it's, it's been crazy. Like, it's just been layers. Like, God just, for me now, it, it's just been, it's just crazy. Like, God doesn't stop pursuing us and right. i had the a lot of my journey has just been god showing me that it's i'm not on my own and i'm not supposed to just know all this stuff and figure it out on my own that he's like with me every step of the way showing me and guiding me so yeah it's been it's been amazing but it's been nuts <laughs>
1: right well you know and i think like i said earlier i think that's the common the common misconception you know because uh, well, I
0: think we want to set a good example because the the Bible does say you are the light of the world. Like, don't hide your right. light, you know? And so I think that I know from speaking from my own experience, if I start telling, oh, Jesus is so good and God whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, but I still struggle. There's a lot of things I still don't know yet. I'm still human. And I still, I mean, this past weekend was rough on Saturday morning and I was complete jerk to my husband and had to apologize and stuff. And so, I mean, we go through that stuff, you know, but overall like God blesses and loves and does so many Mm -hmm. things. So it's, it's this weird balance between life as somebody that loves the Lord, you're followed and preceded by blessing, but you're also kind of messy too, as he's like working in your life, hopefully, you know?
1: Right. Well, you know, and, and it also, a lot of it has to do with kind of what, what is your call? What's your mission? What's yeah. your story? You know, and a lot of the, our, well, all of our listeners, well, most of them, you know, their story, their mission, what they're called to is, is dark. You know yeah. what I mean? It's hard. It's ugly. Yeah. It's, you know, and it's so because we're loved and pursued and all this stuff by our heavenly father, it doesn't make all that stuff just go away. No. You know, I was talking to a, a A good friend and and also my partner about this it's a lot of times and what i've been kind of going through all last year and still in this early days of 2021 it's like when we're in that building and there's no no disrespect to worship sets and freedom center and all that other stuff but when i'm in there it feels like new testament christianity you know what i mean but then I strap on the boots and get on the rig and I go into the city and people are stabbing and shooting and overdosing in broad daylight. Then now it feels like Old Testament Christianity. And, and like no lie, I have for sure in the last 10 days been mad enough where eye for an eye seems pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: and it's just, and that's, you know, that's my own struggle you know, I guess my point is that just because you get saved doesn't mean all of a sudden, all the problems and struggles of your life don't just go away.
0: I mean, that would be nice. Let's all be honest. That would be, that would be. Really, really nice, you know, and I mean, I know people right now that are love the Lord and they're praying for breakthrough. I mean, that was us a couple of years ago, just praying for breakthrough and Nick's health, praying for breakthrough and a lot of different things. And God cares about every single detail. So we pray for those things, you know, like right. Jesus set that standard. He gave us authority to, to go and do and, and do all that. But, oh gosh, God doesn't just want our physical, like, right. you know, environmental things to be like, he wants all of us. He wants yeah all the hidden things that we've even hidden from ourselves and don't even know is there, you know? And so, I mean, through crazy things, I not only know that God provides, but He's faithful. And He's not just faithful on a physical level. He's faithful that He is sufficient for me. Like, mm-hmm. to me, that if, you know, like, and, and nobody can, and talking about our testimonies, you can't talk me out of that. Right. I've experienced it. Yeah, you know? that's now what I'm saying. It's that, hard to explain, you know, but...
1: Right, right. And that's the thing, There's, there's been... A little bit of a wave lately, you know, and I think it, like I haven't personally experienced this, but I have friends who have is where their faith in Christians and their Christianity has just been put on nonstop last. Yeah. You know, and and the thing with that is, is it is hard to explain. Yeah. But we like, you know, like it says in Acts, but we can't help it like, like, listen, dude, I can't help it because I know that I was blind to the humanity of the city, then, then I wasn't. Yeah. You know, I can't help but tell you that following one miscarriage that was just devastating. Cause we were doing all the things right. We we're yeah. in a life group and went on missions trip and all these things and then have, you know, have a miscarriage. And my wife is pissed at God. And I'm like, like, dang it. There's no one to blame. You know what I mean? Like before
0: yeah. Saved, yeah. I was
1: like, I could be like, where was your God? Right. But now I'm like, like, it's not on him. There's no one to blame. Like, what's going on? This is crazy. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. then she hears like she had listened to messages and she had listened when they would say Romans 828. But then one Sunday, I don't even Pastor Jim doesn't even remember saying it. Doesn't think it was even in the notes. Like, looked it up for me one time. Look, it wasn't even in the notes. And he just basically just spouted off Romans 8, 28, and God will work all things, even the worst things. And she heard it. Yeah. You know, she had been listening, but this time she heard it. Yeah. And then days later, like, you can't tell me that Jesus isn't involved when my three-year-old or five-year-old, she would have been five, comes trot like, Trouncing through the living room in full Wolverine regalia and stops, and for reals, it's like, Hey, dad, so you know, whenever that baby mom had inside her died, you know, it's just because God wasn't ready for her to have a baby yet. And then me and Carrie, like, wait a second, wait, yet? Hmm, hmm. Hey, no, and here we are. We have a four year old in preschool who's (laughs) full of life. And laughter and all those things, but right, I just can't. Yeah, like there's no agenda or or political affiliation or belief system that's going to make me believe any different than I know what I know. Yeah, and I think that's that is what you know. That is the light that we should be showing. You know, like yeah. If you don't, it's like for people who aren't sure yet, you don't believe in God, you don't believe in Jesus, you think I'm out of my mind. That's cool. I still love you. You're just not going to, there's nothing you can say. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, even in the worst things, there's there's like truly, there is something always that comes.
0: It's, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's not that, it's so much more than, oh, so. God just allows crappy things to happen at all. You know, it all works out. It's like, no, he is boundless. Right. And he is able in his goodness and authority and power to take whatever it is and turn it into something for good that would bless us, you know? And even to Christ dying, you know, Satan thinks that he's succeeded and all the Pharisees and all that think that they've like had this victory, right? right? When really God's like, no, this is like, I'm paying for, the entire world's sin so that I can redeem any person that would accept this gift and believe in me, you know what I mean? Like now he's boundless. You don't have to go climb Mount Fuji or do these 10 feats or something like everybody has the same, like there's, there's no gate to get through anymore. Like with the old Testament, there's no a hundred different laws that you have to pass. It's Christ did everything for you.
1: You just have to accept it.
0: You just, you literally just accept him and what he's done for you. You know, it's, it's crazy.
1: I can remember from different messages, you know, most of my, like the real growth and faith has been in small groups, like with you guys and with stuff with TLE and with different life groups, but just a few, like, like home runs from messages, passage Jim has done. And one, and it's funny because actually it was the first kingdom builders video that I did like a couple years ago maybe or a year you ago. When you're on your
0: skateboard for, no, 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 no. for Haiti?
1: Not that one. This was
0: um famous, was the, first, dude.
1: the first kingdom builders one. There's only there's only been three. Come on. Okay. But okay. the second one. <laughs> okay. But after that, he was talking about how Satan doesn't isn't powerful enough to take God off his throne. Yeah. So he goes after the one thing that can break God's heart, in SS, And we break his heart by not accepting that, like, free, freely given love is yeah. what is the heartbreak, yeah. and so Satan, the evil one, entices us with flashiness and big things, and lights, and shininess, and riches, and
0: Facebook, <laughs> like, yeah, like
1: all the lies, all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's how well, it's, and it's done.
0: I know folks that have, like, they've gone through legitimate stuff, dude. Like, I, there's folks that have every reason uh, to to believe, like, there's no good God out there. They, they've been through stuff, you know what I mean? And so and I think that's something that I come across with people, too, um, people that don't trust God yet it's like they're holding on to what they've been through as, as in some sort of justification to not trust him because it's like, I'm so hurt. It's almost like they're holding God accountable for the things that they've experienced by the enemy and by people, you know what I mean? Because God didn't show up and didn't protect them in the way that they wanted to. And, um, those are real things. Those are real things. And I think that, um, even one of my my coworkers um it's they've been through some stuff and that that's where it's hard as i think for me sometimes as a believer to share my testimony when i know like how do you it's not another set of rules it's it's not a quick fix it's not that um you've been stranded and you're alone and you've been out there right. doing this all your own all this time. But it's like, but God's here for you and he's ready for you, you know? And, but people have been through some stuff, you know? And I think even in my right. own life, it's been hard. Like a lot of my testimony is giving up what was so painful to believe that he's good enough, you know, mm-hmm. so that he can, I could, you know, that door can get opened and he can do what he needs to do in my life. You know?
1: It's incredible to, to like, cause I think we, we both know, The same people going through like serious stuff, like, like not coming back from kind of like hard stuff. And then the question was asked of me, like, like, when is the turnaround for us? I'm like, man, dude, like, I just know that we're incapable of understanding God's plan, like what he's got going on. And just for someone to have the kind of faith like, yeah, yeah sucks but you're probably right it's just kind of just got to keep believing for that same miracle just and like in our flesh it's hard to be patient for something like if you're really waiting and hoping and praying and then nothing year after year after year after year and you know like you know so I guess that's my my big what I want people to understand people that are close maybe aren't quite ready to accept like that that heavenly father's love and stuff like that, that it's not it just everything just doesn't become magical. I heard it great once that that sometimes we go back to Romans eight twenty eight and how God works all like even the worst things, He works for the good of those who love him. But I think sometimes people hear that as like that weird celestial Disney swirl or pocahontas is singing and all the leaves and sticks like and then everything's cool right the problem solved right one sister hugs the other and she's not frozen anymore and it's all good and like but that's really not how it is yeah i mean but it's just kind of that that always knowing always knowing you're loved and pursued and stuff like that like being for me being able to go and see some of this these horrible things, this whole last year, you know, of just terrible and then having half my world not believe it and and saying that it's it's a hoax and it's fake, and the other half going through the same thing I'm going through every day, and it's just kind of that pull, you know yeah but and I suppose it can be done without God because there's people doing it all the time, but I don't. I don't understand how they survive.
0: Yeah, I. I do believe and see that there's like a covering and anointing over your life to do what you're doing because, I mean, th- you take so much in stride, and I and I trust that you're not just all internalizing shit. Like you, I don't no. know. It's
1: i no, I'm not. It's, yeah, I'm not that strong, man. Right? <laughs> because
0: half the things, Whew. just even the snippet of things that I and calls that I know that you've seen and and had to navigate and go through, I think I I don't know I I think any normal person would be at their wit's end, you know. So I mean, I know that I can I don't know I can't I can't imagine it. I don't right. I don't do that four days a week.
1: Some people do it more, it's crazy. That's what picking up the overtime. The young ones. Don't pick up so much overtime, young ones. <laughs> 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 but I don't know. I think that I think what we're trying to get to tonight, everybody, is that like this group, this ministry, this podcast, this soon to be church, like we aren't gonna kind of pussyfoot around with who we are and what we believe and stuff like that to make it comfortable. You know, talking about faith and Jesus and stuff like that, it can be uncomfortable. Yeah. And it can be unsafe. There's parts of the world where it's flat out unsafe. Yeah. You know, but like once you take in that step and kind of, you get into this world of, of fellow Christians and believers to To not freely worship and stuff like that is, for me, this is weird and kind of off on a rabbit hole, but I see it as almost disrespecting what the persecuted, the Christians in the Middle East and in China and stuff like that, that have to be underground, you know. Here, even if people oppose it and make fun of and and all these other sticks and stones kind of things, like it's we can freely still worship out loud on the street yeah on a roof wherever but there's other places where it's
0: you get dragged you know, out of your home with your family and right. you, just, you just disappear
1: <laughs> right like I know personally a Cuban pastor that's done prison time just for being a pastor
0: yeah
1: so I mean that's that's a thing you know we'll we'll I'm sure in the weeks to come hit more up on stuff like that but mainly I want you guys to be encouraged and know you're loved and pursued
0: there are a couple i wrote these actually saturday so i don't know quick selfish spotlight my brother his 40th birthday would have been saturday and we celebrated oh, yeah. so that was pretty pretty special um, but there's a couple things in the u version app that popped up um, Uh, Psalm 119, 18, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. So just that, like God, open our heart, open our eyes. Um, And then this one in in the whole uh, theme of like recounting and test like our testimonies and stuff, Psalm 77, um, then I said, I will appeal to this to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. And I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. So that I thought that was pretty cool. And then one more that I've been holding on to these last few weeks is um, Joshua one nine that says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So we'll just end yes. with that. Some encouraging, powerful scripture. So, but... I'm excited Absolutely. for I'm excited for the folks that are going to come that we can just, um, be people, be people that love the Lord and and be together and grow right. and and just be honest and this it's, it's going to be really right. good. So
1: that's the whole idea. It's just that safe space. Dip your toes in the water. I guess best way I can say it. A little shallow end. We'll all work out. It's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. So. Other than that, I got nothing. I don't even know who won that silly hand-egg tournament last night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's team, right, Nick? What? Who, who is Tom Brady with? Florida? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They won last mm. night? Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Nick okay. <laughs> <Except> said about time. <laughs>
1: Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. He's a kid
0: from Tampa. He grew up in Tampa, so he was, oh, like, rooting okay. for the guy and his home state, so. Goodness. That's <laughs> uh, good. Whatever.
1: Well, all right. Check us out. We'll be on the socials for a while still. Probably forever. Who am I kidding? But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. Got some big things coming. am going to keep putting out these awesome podcasts. (laughs) Yep. Have a good week. Cue that music.